shut up. Won't shut up. Won't Harrison won't shut up. Clueless edition. Hey all. What's up, audience? Here we are. Once again. Once again, watching a high school rom-com. What is happening to us? We're regressing. Oh, uh, we're not <laughs> regressing. Let me tell you a little secret, audience. Harrison picked the last two goddamn films. I'm sorry. Which I is, did. Which is fine. I mean... I'm proud of one of them, at least. Which one? You'll find out. Ooh. Um, so we're lucky enough today to have a very, very special guest. Mm -hmm. All the way from... A different state Other than to keep us up to date we're in Alaska so in the lower 48 she's is what from we the call it up here land is what we like to say mm -hmm. she flew up or perhaps dog sledded well it's summer through Canada <laughs> I'm sorry is your implication that dogs can't take a human through non snow mm, it's that there is no snow Anywho, it's Megan <laughs> Hey! Hi. Hey, Megan. Hey, everyone. Thanks Welcome. Thanks for coming all the way up here to Juno. <laughs> slash. Slash some other town in Alaska. Mm. The state's large. It's a huge. People don't understand. It's large and dark. Full mm -hmm. of drugs. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. No you one, nailed no it. No one on the mainland understands Megan. All the drugs that How we do. How large and dark and I full of drugs. I thought you were saying no one on the mainland understands Megan. Not yet. You just got here. I they will. Give it time. True. They're about to get understood about Megan. Mm -hmm. So, Harrison, what film are we... Uh, I'm here, too. Discuss? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, also, we have a Special secret intern, quiet intern who you may have met before. You may have met Michael, in fact, in the last episode where Michael was a little bit reluctant to be special intern and here he is again well i can't get a ride out of juno so i'm staying here well the summer. the sleds are shut down until the snow hits in september i don't know what month it is august we're in the northern hemisphere so i guess it's right. still summer here which it has been and I we make up our own rules we live in shanty listen, towns you know, unless you've been here you don't get alaska Anyway. Yeah, so everyone just shut up and listen. This is our so, podcast. <laughs> this film, as opposed to, uh, you know, the last episode, which was about mm -hmm. 10 Things I Hate About You, which was set in Seattle, Washington, mm -hmm. this film is set in some sort of unnamed suburb of Los Angeles. Juno. California? Yes. Not Juno, Alaska. No. Definitely LA. No. Definitely L.A. in some vein. They make jokes about going into the valley and how they don't like it. Mm -hmm. Which traffic. There's traffic. And they don't, they don't like to drive on the freeway. There's lots of plastic surgery and skateboarding. It's the 90s. It's clueless. Uh, it's clueless. <laughs> the movie is clueless. Here we are. Cher oh Berkowitz. Cher oh. Horowitz. So what Harrison is revealing to all of us is that he loves... <laughs> Clueless, which is fine. It's just that, like, is I'm, it fine? We're here to blow <laughs> apart the stereotypes because you guys know that I'm vaguely female presenting and he's vaguely male presenting, I would assume. That's all you know. And who is the one who grew up watching Clueless and loves it so much? It's not me, listeners. It was never Truth. me. In fact, I think the first time I saw Clueless is when special intern Michael <laughs> played it. And he was like, This 
dumbass friend of mine loves this movie. He was talking about me, I and I remember, and I will never Michael. forget that you said that about me. <laughs> Michael, can you speak a little Hello. bit about what this film meant to you as a child? This film meant to me as a child, first of all, an amazing soundtrack is what this film meant to me. Second of all... That does not proceed. <laughs> that precedes everything else to you. That was the, that was the <laughs> second thing it meant to me was Batgirl's backstory. Cause when I okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Alicia Silverstone is Batgirl. Hey, ask me if I know what you guys are talking about. Do you Megan, know? are you up on this situation? <laughs> no, I'm clueless. Oh, oh, my God. God. oh my God. Here we are in the snowy north with puns. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that is the second podcast in a row where wow. something has happened that I won't well, name. Something's happened. No. no, my real impression of this is that my sister used to watch this a lot and I would watch it with her and I have very fond memories of this movie. Um, so I don't know what was happening in my childhood where I'm... Tell us! Did you, <laughs> Megan, did you watch this when you were younger? My sister watched it and I was like... Karen, I hate you. And I didn't watch it. Wow. All right. We're wow. split. We're so split down the middle. So all of us here have older sisters. The only mm. difference between me and, and the three of you is that I met my older sister as an adult. So, Trisha, if you listen to my podcast, which I don't know that you do. But if you do, we appreciate you. We should watch Clueless together because that's apparently what older sisters do to their siblings. You should figure out what she thinks of Clueless. Maybe she's already seen Oh, my God. I should text her right now. Why isn't... I'm just going to... In the background of this conversation, I'm going to be texting my half-sister, Trisha. Let's figure out because my sister, big fan, had the soundtrack on CD. Back to the soundtrack. Oh, I had the soundtrack. (laughs) First CD, Clueless soundtrack. It was a great sound. It is a great soundtrack. It is a great soundtrack. Was. Yeah. The kids in America. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's priceless that's right. songwriting <laughs> in its final form. And Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's movie. great. This movie, no, let's, okay, so in summation. Right, what's this movie Can about? you just maybe break it down for us? I'll, bre- I'll, I'll try and break it, it down. It's, okay. it's pretty uh, involved. There's lots of layers, <laughs> and it's pretty nuanced. But what I will say is Clueless represents, at its core, the story of a girl trying to just figure it out, you know? Oh, my God. Cher? So uh, right. I actually also, <laughs> if I can backtrack and completely disagree with you. Please do. I, I think that this is actually a film about someone who thinks they have it all figured out. And then realizes that, that they, they are don't. Clueless. clueless. Okay, thank you. <laughs> someone who thinks they've got it all figured out. Um, and again, much like 10 Things I Hate About You, something I was surprised about here is that I genuinely like this girl. Cher. Cher. Right. Throughout. Even when, you know, she's very self-assured, she's very, you know, almost arrogant, and by almost I mean definitely. 100%. I still had an affection for her, and even as she, she figures it out so genuinely that, that life is not the way she thinks it is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That I really, I really felt for her. She gets a clue. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. You guys are also so Just like Blue's Clues, she gets a clue. <laughs> it's behind you, Steve. <laughs> it's a great voice. You guys gotta... I have guys, a question. Okay. <laughs> Go. So, Paul Rudd's like her, like, stepbrother. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, what's the morality behind that? Oof. Well? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> But first, let me summarize the movie for those that haven't seen it. (laughs) This movie is about Cher, who's a high schooler. She's fucking pissed that she's not getting straight A's and arguing her way into straight A's, which, like, let's be honest, we all want to do. We all wanted to do in high school. We all just wanted to be at the mall. I didn't personally. But 
I can identify with wanting to go shopping all the time, kind of. Michael and I did it today Where here in Alaska. I caught a you know, German Shepherd. We bought a lot of things. Anyway, what I want to say is Cher is in high school. She's going through the motions. Her best friend, D, they're just going to parties. They're living their best life. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's all in L.A. It's all good. She has a problematic relationship with her brother-in-law. Yes. <laughs> I think truly so. Well, her stepbrother? Well, step they're divorced. Stepbrother. Yeah, they're her stepbrother. And it, it seemed, it seemed like that the implication was that her father, Cher's father, like birth father, was briefly married to the mother a of second Paul wife. Rudd. <laughs> yes. At least second. Because Mrs. Rudd. There's a also <laughs> Mrs. Um, Paul Rudd. So it just made it seem that they were not in a relationship for long enough for Paul Rudd's character and Alicia Silverstone's character to form a sibling bond. Yes. So for yes. them they are not siblings. And in fact at one point um <laughs> Paul Rudd or someone else says like, "Oh, your brother," and she's like, "Ew, you're not my brother." Right. Possibly because she's already started to figure out that she to loves be fair, him. I've said that about my own sister. That yes. you love. Ew, you're not my sister. Not oh my well, sister. well, okay. <laughs> okay, enough. no, but what I was going to say out, though Josh. was the real problem with their relationship mm. is that he's clearly 19, 20. He's in college. He's doing an internship with his ex stepdad. Mm. And Claire, Claire, God damn it. Who is Claire? Oh, Claire. Fucking, God damn it. Claire Bear. Cher is 16. She says she's 16. Mm-hmm. She is 16. Mm-hmm. Yep. So statutory. Well, let me ask you this, because I haven't seen this movie in a while, but yeah, here I am. Does, do they consummate their. Um, it is heavily implied that they consummate. Is it? Yes, because. Cher makes a deal, not a big deal, but a deal about how she's a virgin and she's waiting, waiting for the right guy, which is perfectly fine. Any Christians who are listening. I'm sorry, what? Say what? that in the microphone. Nothing. Uh, nothing. And so they smooch on a staircase at one point once they both realize they both like each other. And then she says, and I quote, I don't have to tell you what happened next. Oh. Um, but I think she does, though, because we don't know now. What happened next, Claire? Claire. Claire. I remember she goes, I love Josh, and all the fountains go off in the background. Oh, that's a meta which is a metaphor. (laughs) Which is a metaphor. For artwork. Because there's so many great statues. Right. Art statues in the background. Oh, speaking of all this, I wanna also say (laughs) What's that? Um that uh Oh, yeah? Sorry, now I'm in She's an unrelated close. conversation with my sister. She doesn't have a clue. So Wait, also, we didn't finish the synopsis, I don't think. Oh, yeah, what's oh, I'm, oh I'm sorry. What happens in this film? So, they're in high school. Just rewinding a little bit. Just forget you heard everything you just heard. They're in high school. What happens? Cher <laughs> has a new friend. Her new friend is Brittany Murphy. Rest in peace. Lesbian. Yes. <laughs> But also rest in peace. She says in the movie, I've literally never had straight friends before. Which I like. And they take it to mean straight as in like straight laced, but that is not what she means. Oh, I don't think that's what she means at all. I think it means that she just has mostly queer friends wherever she came from. Right, exactly. But these two really privileged, spoiled people have no idea what she means when she says that. I think is what is implied in the movie. At least that's, that's how I took it. 
So anyway, she comes to this fucking really wealthy school. All of a sudden, she's got these friends who like want to make her over for all the wrong reasons <laughs> because they're very superficial and she's not. And she's like into the skateboarder and like artist types of the movie. And Cher's like, no, we're not going to have that. We're going to make you the supermodel because that's the life that I live and aim to, li- aim to live. Her mom is dead. Her mom's died when she was after she was born or during childbirth. Uh, I don't think that they state. She said she never really knew her, but she was a total Betty. Yes. In the beginning of the movie. So she definitely at least died when she was young. So she never really knows her mother. Her mother dies. Her dad has a second relationship. Which brings in her stepbrother Josh, who has a granola goatee because he's a coffee shop nerd. We we have this film currently replaying in the background just to refresh our memories, even though I literally watched this yesterday. Mm -hmm. And and this character in this particular scene where they're sitting next to the pool, he looks like a really big douche. He doesn't look like this for the rest of the film. He's also reading Nietzsche, and that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're both wearing. I just feel like he's a freshman in college, and he's like, "Books are fine." (laughs) Shave your face, Paul Rudd. You don't. It doesn't look good on you. It doesn't. And I. I think he was trying to look older than he was. Oh. I think that's the implication. Character development. Classic Paul Rudd. Yes. So anyway. (laughs) Excuse me. Brittany Murphy comes into the situation Mm -hmm. she gets a makeover all of a sudden she's more popular than Cher Cher's like I don't think so I made you I'll break you well someone tries to break Ty I actually disagree that that's Cher's reaction do go on I feel like for a split second that's Cher's reaction a split second this is why I ended up liking this character so much her real feeling is hurt because she had seen Ty as a genuine friend and also, she starts to see the veil lifting from her, you know, frivolous kind of lifestyle that she's been leading. She very quickly decides, I'm going to throw my whole power into this... Helping um, others. This charity act. Yes. And then when her and Ty see each other again, Ty is like, I'm so sorry. And Shara's like, no, I'm so sorry. So they get in a fight. <laughs> My point here is that I just think Cher, Cher reminds me of a character, and this is what I thought of when I was watching this film. So a movie I did watch when I was younger mm-hmm. that's similar, that I adored. That came later. That came later. Significantly later. Ten years later. Wait, can you... Do you know what movie I had to bring I think so. Laura what movie do you think I had to bring Go ahead. <laughs> Harrison, what movie do you think it is? Either Mean Girls or Legally Blonde. It's Legally Blonde. Wow. Okay, those weren't bad guesses at noise. all. I was clueless. <laughs> um, Legally Blonde, Elle Woods, I adore her. Mm. Yeah. She reminds me a lot of Cher. Mm-hmm. And I can I definitely see that. I appreciate the parallels. They both go from clueless to not so clueless. It's true. They, the, they both are, <laughs> what they both have in yes. common, I think, is, is, is genuine <laughs> feelings and earnestness. Yes. Which I didn't expect from either of them, but that is there. Yes. They were clueless, but they were clueable, and then they became clueful. Clueable? What? Clueful. Dr. Seuss cameos. Oh, wow. <laughs> clueful should actually be the name of this movie. Clueful. That's the sequel. Clueful. Also, I think there's, like, sprinkles of that throughout the film. Like, I think Cher has the teacher's best interest in mind as we are currently seeing. Right, she tries to set them up, right? I mean, and she's like, you don't seem happy. I am going to try and... Well, 
help you be happier. She sets them up so that she can get a good grade. Right, but I think that's just like the character development hashing itself yes. out. She's oh, like, I see. originally, she's like, maybe this is not the right intention, but like, eventually, I think she re recognizes, like, mm -hmm. oh no, I do have good intentions. I'm just not like, yes, putting them in the right orientation. You so know what I mean? So this is probably a film I would have enjoyed as a young person. It just never came to me. Right. You would have. Which is fine. Oh but God. as an adult visiting it, you still. Harrison, I just realized why I didn't watch this or Ten Things I Hate About You. And any of this stuff, because you know what I filled myself up with, and it wasn't Legally Blonde, because you're right. Harry that came out Potter. Later. It was not fucking Harry Potter. It was Harry Potter. Well, that was 2001. Two oh, actually, maybe I'm fucking Bye up the goes. date. Uh, Harrison, I just want to, I just want to put out a couple of tropes for you. Please do. And I want Please you do. to figure out what film I'm talking about. Oh God. So there was a film that meant a lot to young Kayla. Mm. Okay. It was about a young white rich girl who had a lot of privileges and she had to figure out those privileges because her heart was genuine and she genuinely wanted to help people. Was this that movie and with Anne Hathaway? <laughs> what? No. No, are you talking about The Princess Diaries? Yes. No, that is not anything like what I'm saying. Oh. No. So you have to I never also, saw that movie. Much like 10 things I hate about you, there's one girl who's peppy and popular with unexplored depths. And another one who's a little Please more don't say Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. It is the fuck no. First of all, all of you need to calm down. I don't the know Heathers? what you're talking about. <laughs> Was it Heather? You guys can't Heathers. figure out this film. Because I'm going to just quickly. All I can think of is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Right. And can mm. we talk about that for a second? I it was a film. That, uh, I used to think Melissa Joan films? Hart was the same person as Michael. I really did when I was a kid. Michael. I I remember thinking Sabrina was Clarissa Explains It All, was Clueless, was Batgirl. Oh, I don't blame you for that. Oh, no. Just for the record, Legally... They're not the same! Legally Blonde came out in 2001. Okay. And the film I'm talking about came out in 2000. Mm. What is it? The, what? A, a Night's what Tale? What did you just whisper? <laughs> I just said 2001, same year as Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. Oh, my God. December 21st. She knows was that it? No, it was not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Legolas, so perfect. I'm actually... Frodo, <laughs> so beautiful. I'm upset with Elijah all Wood. of you. His eyes. What movie are you talking about? Bring it on. Oh. The Hovers. Of What's course. The main Full circle. Who's the main character of that movie? Um, 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 Kirsten um, Dunst. Um, yes. Thank you. Which basically you is the was same Julia person Stiles was Julia Stiles. Stiles. <laughs> no, different person. Not Julia Stiles. But Alex Mack. Larissa Kumaha. Yes. Yes. I like how you say it in like a fucking <laughs> like David Lynch Twin Peaks backwards I say style. It like that vine where the woman is trying to say Jamaican and instead of Jamaican she says like hi ha and like it exactly. sounds like she's speaking backwards. You you all can imagine. Right. Or you can look up the fucking vine. We'll post it. Okay, sure. <laughs> Anyway, on. bring it on. So I wasn't watching Clueless. I was too fucking busy with Bring It On. Who can relate? Megan, raise your hand for the record. <laughs> Megan, raise your hand. I watched all these movies, though. I feel like mm -hmm. they were all—they're all good. I mean, they're all—they're all good films. But this film has the best soundtrack. The supermodel song. That's really what we're learning here is that Michael only ever listened to the soundtrack for this movie. Because according to Harrison, I'm not allowed to actually play these songs because well, it is someone. Is iTunes. About copyright, air quotes, unseen. I'm going to get another beer, listeners. Do you think 
fades away. Do you think if this movie was made now, but it was the exact same plot, they would have made Brittany Murphy's character gay? I think so. Because oh, I feel I like. Oh, you even mention. <laughs> Wait. Another thing I was really. Hold on. My beer's over here. Do go on, Megan. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, because I was thinking, like, watching it from, like, 2018, it feels like queer baiting. Mm. Because it feels like, yeah, this character is being set up to be gay, but then she's not gay. But there's like, never a reveal. Brittany Murphy's character? Really exist as it exists now. Yeah. I disagree because Brittany Murphy's character falls for that skater boy. Yeah, but like. She said, not see you later, boy. She was good enough. I'm for sorry, is this him. an Avril Lavigne no, thing? No, 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 but the setup to her character. Oh, so, like, granted. how we would be expecting her because to be based she's wearing on her early flannel, and she says she has gay friends. That's everything about her. Because <laughs> the caricature of her before she ends up yeah, being forced to fall in love with yeah. Elton. So, it feels like watching it now, it would be like queer baiting, and I would hate it. But, like, made mm. in the 90s, oh, that didn't I, exist like it exists now. I see what you were That's saying. But also, speaking of queer characters in this film, I was very surprised at how well they handled the character who Cher Cher is into the boy, and she's like, "This is the perfect guy. I finally found him. I'm gonna lose my virginity to him." Right. And he's yes. he's gay, mm-hmm. which you only figure out because Dean Dion Dion. I almost said mm-hmm. Deandra. Anyway, Dion's. I don't. Boyfriend. Did you watch this movie? Dion. <laughs> D- Dion. Claire. Who? Oh my God. He's like the guy from Scrubs. You guys know who I'm talking about. Yes. Is like, Turk and Scrubs. Yes. Turk and Scrubs. Is like, oh, he's a friend of Dorothy. Okay. So, but it's pretty clear. He's from, a Barbara Streisand listening. And something. Something, something, something. So that you, it makes you go like, hmm, you know, as. As a member of the queer community, it's like, is that okay? Is this what we did? But then, Cher, almost a Claire again. Cher. She has. She doesn't even have really like a moment of of feeling any kind of weird, shitty resentment. She's just like, oh, that makes sense. We're best friends now. Right. Yep. Which is maybe a trope of like the uh, you know the straight girl and the gay guy. But again, like you said, Megan, like for the nineties, it's like. She wasn't upset. It wasn't a joke. Right. There yeah. was no moment where he did anything stereotypical. Right. They just were like, seamlessly, she was like, oh, you're not attracted to me. I mistook your affection right. for, for something love physical. Or, yeah. And just seamless. I think that's what's so endearing about the movie, actually, is that she is, she's a genuinely good person. She's yep. just very superficial, and she doesn't have a very large worldview, but, but she's like a good person, basically. Why, like as a kid, I feel like that was very kind of inspiring about this movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, also the soundtrack. Because yeah. at the crux, <laughs> at the crux of it, like, yeah. at the crux of it, she's set up to be mm-hmm. super like fragile character, like super stereotypical, and she is like she performs that stereotype mm-hmm. to a degree. Yes. But then, like, when the crux hits, she's like, actually, okay, no. Like w- yeah. at the culmination of the plot, she's like. How do I better myself? Yes. And that's like what she realizes is like I can't be this person that I've set myself up to be because that's not who I am. Which I admire about the film because I feel like a lot of movies that are, fall in this type of movie like don't do that. They don't have that resolution. They don't have that like turning point where they're like self-aware. Like there's a self-awareness to her character in that respect, which I admire. Yes. I agree. That's not without faults to other, you know aspects of her character but like that specifically 
Well, right. yeah. sorry. No, you don't. Oh, I, I was thinking you can't put people in boxes, so it's like this movie should be called. My God! <laughs> Boxless. God damn it! <laughs> that was the original working title. Sorry, yes. <laughs> but this again gets me back to the Elwood's idea of that's a trope I like, mm. where you think it's a vapid girl. Yeah. Who ends up having unexplored depths? That right. trope itself is a subverted trope. Ooh, right, yeah. Right. Sort of, I yes. feel like there's, yeah. there's value to this movie too, in the sense that, like, so Harrison, you grew up watching this. I grew up watching this movie. I feel like by the end of the movie, she is a role, like a surprising role model, and I think it was kind of cool actually that, like, as a as a young boy, I kind of ended up gleaning this message from a movie that I went into, just thinking it was this like, I don't know, superficial uh, teen girl movie or something that like wasn't for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? But I think, uh, like, I'm glad I grew up watching this movie. I think it's a it's a good film, you know? Yeah, I definitely I definitely yeah. relate yeah. to that. Um, Plus the soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack is so clearly what Michael cares about, and it is very, very good. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is like a defining moment of my adolescence in terms of cinema, like growing up with this. That's not to say that it's without its problems, which, as we discussed previously, end up culminating in Cher becoming romantically involved with her former stepbrother now just i guess love interest older man who's a freshman in college at i don't do they say the college it's um if we're in la maybe and sarah he lawrence seems to be no. Right, no sarah lawrence is <laughs> east coast 10 things i hate about you and they wherever he's going to college he's clearly close enough that he's interning with his ex-stepdad and he's over at the house in LA or wherever the hell they are near LA. I think they're in Beverly Hills, aren't they? Isn't that where their house is? I would say Malibu, except at one point she says something disparaging about Malibu. I think they're in Beverly Hills. Yes. Whatever happened to Alicia Silverstone? I'm like watching this now in the background, like she did the Batman movie. That's a good Not question. A hit, you know. This is almost yes. something we would like to Well, she was in she was for. she was in a, she was in Aerosmith videos before this and then she What's was really? she was in a horror in horror movies. Really? What, what horror movie was she in? Um, oh god, what was it called? It was called She's wearing sunglasses on the cover and she's in a oh, pool. The Crush. Right? The Crush. I know that. She was in The Crush and then she did this and then yeah. she did Batman and Robin. And then she did so Apparently she's in the film of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yes. So all of the above. I don't know. She's around, and and as Harrison mentioned, she's a vegan activist, which we Very both cool. appreciate. Exactly. Because this is a, a podcast by vegans for everyone. everyone. Y'all. I'm, it's, <laughs> <fan>. <laughs> it's fine. Wow. It's fine. Yes. Um, Love you, Alicia. She's great. Alicia, she's great. You're no Rob Zombie, but you're a pretty cool yeah. vegan. You're pretty cool. Yeah, I said it. I love Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rob Zombie. I also love Brittany Murphy. Um, yeah. I'm sad about Brittany. She was, she was Do we know how Brittany Murphy died? Because I don't. I should have looked it up. Overdose. Oh, God. You know, in, as Luann on King of the Hill, and I'm not even being facetious. She was. She was so good. Yeah. Fuck. God darn it. Name a bad role. I can't. Brittany Murphy, may you rest in peace. We miss you. Uptown yeah. Girls really stuck with me. Like that, like the carnival ride. Oh yeah. Fanning. Mm. Yes, you're right. Oh my so god. Good. Anyway, Sin City. She's super good in Sin City. Yeah. Like, you can knock on that door all night. Remember, she's very good. 
Shit. It's a great cast in this movie. Oh my god, this is just like 10 Things I Hate About You when I was just With Heath Ledger. Morning oh, Heath Ledger. Another tragic People loss. People in Hollywood whom I love. Stop dying. There Please. Go. Moral of the story. From drug, from drug abuse. Period, also. Yeah, well, also. Just, just don't die. Off. Be immortal like I expect you to be. Look at her phone. In the background, she's got a big cell phone with the antenna Bing. from the 90s. Cher, what are you doing? It's an Aliyah. Don't get on the ground. You're going to ruin your outfit. Oh my gosh. Cher gets robbed at gunpoint where she shouldn't be. She ruins her Aliyah dress. He doesn't care. He just wants her little purse and whatever else she had. So, Harrison, I'm ready for my review. Or my rating. Let's dive into it. You first. Wait, we haven't really discussed the problematic part. What's the Oh, you're right. Statutory rape, my dudes. Yes. Listen, the brother, and they make it overwhelmingly obvious that it's consensual, but that's the whole point of statutory rape and other sorts of things. Where the whole point is that she's too young to consent. Yes. Do we know you how know, old he is? I, I mean, I can't tell. He's old in college, so he has to be eighteen, over 18. or nineteen is at it least. Like his first he's an semester, adult. or is it like yes. Did he just leave high school, or is he like? I feel like she gone. could. So easily be written as a senior. I thought she, is she a, is she I a senior? She, was. she says several times in the film that she's sixteen. That seems strange to me. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't just make her. That's not what I'm 16. saying. <laughs> I just think they didn't genuinely think about it because they say so after you know they smooch on the staircase. Right. She says like you can imagine what happened next. And then they're at a wedding. And then they're at a wedding, and she goes it's as if I oh, no oh, as <laughs> if I'm only sixteen. Oh, wow. So, oh, so she implies that they did not hook up. No, she oh, implies that they didn't it. get married. Like, I mean, maybe they didn't know But maybe... Uh, is there a director's commentary we can flip on at some point and get the, uh, get the inside scoop, you know? I feel like just to have the implication enough. Right. Yeah. Like... So it's an issue, but it's very clear that the filmmakers didn't think it was an issue. Do we think yeah. if this movie came out today that, that she would be 18 and, like you said... Brittany Murphy's character would be a lesbian. Are there, are there things that would like be sort of obvious changes they would make? I, I don't think Brittany Murphy's character would be a lesbian because yeah. I think that the, the whole point from the beginning is that she's into the skater guy. Josh. Who's not cool. You could have the same no, trope, though. Travis. I think his name oh, is Travis. Oh, Travis. Sorry. Yeah, it's Travis. No, and you're right. The skater person could obviously be a girl. And in fact, so maybe you're right, Michael. Maybe they would just be... They change that. Yeah, because the whole point of that is that she's interested in someone who's very genuine also. I also think she, that they were, I also think like when this came out, they were probably thinking, and maybe this is a generalization, like we've covered like the queer character that is the one right. Christian, like, yeah. and we've established that through the story arc. Brittany Murphy says like, I've never had straight friends. Like, I feel like right. maybe they think that's enough to allude to the fact that maybe she's potentially bisexual or like right. whatever. But I think if it came out today, they would certainly be like, I would hope, not so one-liner about it. Like, yes. when did this come? Is this nineteen ninety-six? Like, what is? I think it's nineteen ninety-five or six. Oh, okay, let me look it up because I feel like because Kayla, you're the intern now. Oh, Apparently, I don't know Michael. Oh, where my phone is? I left it in another state. Michael flew without his phone. Oh, they confiscated it because clueless is 1995. 95. Good year for soundtracks, apparently. Great year. Great, honestly, great year for soundtracks. <laughs> this, 1995, when did Batman Forever come out? 97. I guess I'm looking that up, I too. Like, I feel like this was the time in my life when all I was listening to was, like, Kiss from a Rose. Uh, yeah, 
yes, Batman yeah. Forever Supermodel, was also 1995. Supermodel, uh-huh. Kids in America. That was a great year for my Walkman. When we were okay. six? When we were six. Yeah. Oh my god, it's true. But, it's, but was it was. Four. I was, I was listening say, to Megan, how music. old were you? Three and four. You were three and four. Harrison? 96? Mm-hmm. I was 10. Wow. We're different ages. Do you know, like... <laughs> True. Except for me and Michael. Can I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reflect for one second about how, as a six-year-old, I had a really good taste in music. <laughs> Thanks, Mom and Dad! All right. Thank okay. you, Michael. You've really bogarted this podcast. I'm pretty podcast. sure when I was six, I, I just listened know. to the Michael Jackson Free Willy song on repeat What's on a cassette. What's wrong with that? What's I guess that? nothing, Michael. Good point. Now, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for my... Wait, first of all, let's talk about the friendship between Dion and Cher, because they are the best of friends in this movie. And Dion is the best character. Hats? Hats, yes. Yes. Boyfriend that she's not taking any shit from, yes. Granted. Check. Yes. No, I I like her. I almost feel like, and now now we have to research more about Daria, because I feel like, hear me fucking out. I will. Um... (laughs) Daria's sister, Jane, a, Jane Morgendorfer. Okay, sure. And her best friend. Sorry. No, you are thinking of Jane. Fuck, we fucked this up. We are all fucked Daria up. Daria has a younger sister who has a friend. Gwen. Gwen is the younger sister, and Gwen has a best friend, and I feel like they were based on these characters. This came Cher. out before Daria. I that's exactly what I was saying. Okay. Harrison? I don't remember the characters of Daria. Daria. Jane is her best friend. Jane is her best friend. Jane Lane. Jane or Daria. I'm talking about Gwen. Quinn or Quen or Quinn. Claire. It's Quinn. Claire. <laughs> My point is Something about the nineties dot 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 MTV. What was first? The chicken or the egg? The clueless younger sister or or the 10 things I hate about you, younger sister. Or the Daria, younger sister. Are all these that tropes cyclical? <laughs> Shut the hell up, Megan. You were <laughs> younger than me and you don't get it. That's <laughs> <laughs> one that we could very clearly look up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm overlooking up things. That's not supposed to be my job, Michael. Oh my yeah, Michael, step it up. So like sorry. the movie Step Up. Is that a movie? I don't know. Yes, it Bring is. it on, Michael. <laughs> Bring it. On, Bring it. Stick it. Also, if you will, thank you. Guys, Dance it. Guys. Stick it. Fast and the bye. Furious. Done. Flip it. We're gonna it. talk See about a rating I for this rating. movie. I got a rating. I'm ready for it. I've thought Go. a lot about this. Five out of six. <gasps> Boom. Did Damn. it. Damn. Yes. Tell me why. I'll tell you why. It loses a point, much like Ten Things I Hate About You. It loses a nostalgia point. Every film I give six out of six to has a nostalgia to it where I'm like, this is a film that meant something to me in my whole life. This film does not have that for me, so it's biased. It's subjective. It's subjective, but listen, we have a scale from one to six. There are no half thingies. Five out of six, because it's a great film. I was surprised by it, but I can't give it a six out of six because I reserved that for Demon Knight. Oh my god. Oh, that is a six out of six. Though. Capitalizing off that, Ooh. six out of six. Ooh. We finally have different ratings. We're finally two different people. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, we broke in. Jesus. I think nostalgia's death, so I'm not going to agree with you on that. But what I will say is. <laughs> uh, I think that this movie, for its time, was 
I remember it being pretty racy in terms of like the things that it does talk about in mm -hmm. terms of like the character relationships and their development and I think in their mid 90s like a lot of these things were like oh wait what I'm sorry and they're quick and like quirky but I mm -hmm. think like they're not lost on the the overall plot like yes. who is featured is not lost on the overall plot to me yes. I think that like I don't know I just think that like it's hashed out to a point that I don't wish anything upon it that it didn't do okay. aside from All the right. fact right, right, right. that I it except for the weird age difference. weird age like not addressing I think it does that intentionally mm -hmm. and I think that that could be resolved definitely like yes. I almost, uh, I almost regret saying six out of six because of that, because that is such a glaring issue to me. But, but you I said can't it, go back now. You can literally not go back. That's how this works. That's how this works. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, everyone in this movie is perfection. This is the height of all of their acting careers. The soundtrack is also premium. Dude, the soundtrack. Okay. Is good. Uh, so um, Scrubs was good. Okay. <laughs> what? Hey, um, thank you, thank you, special guest Megan. Yes, thank I you for flying you, out to I see us. I hope you're here for a couple weeks from now when we do a different film. Right. <laughs> I'd love to be. Right. Don't mean, go don't back know. to the. You can't go back to the mainland. No, you she can't go back to the lower forty-eight. No. Snow and it's all melted. Smoke and. Oh. That's what makes someone says. I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Kayla and Harrison. As if. Damn it. Well, shut up. <laughs> Bye.